The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. Regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Right. If you are wise, you'll listen to Kevin Gassman, a giant hairy creature, part ape. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, your pregame announcer, your pop scene sensation, Gashman. Gashman. One of the carbon blobs from Sector 7G. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. What's going on, everyone? How you doing today? It's your Saturday. Yes, three minutes past 3 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. This program begins. What is this program? This program is called Going Global with Gas, man. And normally I'm joined by my co-host, but she's not here, so I'm sure she's listening in. She's like, I'm late, and I didn't tell him to be late, but it's all good. Heidi Gad will be joining me very soon, and we will be talking aliens a little bit later on. Aliens with Gas, the extraterrestrial rock show, is back. We missed you last week. We had to run a replay. However, there was a little damage done as we had a storm come through the studio area and flood the studio. So we had to break everything down, lost a couple days of of, of, uh, shows. You know, they weren't able to go live, so we are back up and running. So uh, if you missed out last week, I threw in a very cool replay. So if you want to hear all the archives, you can go to the voiceamerica.com variety channel and click on uh, the glowing, it's not the glowing, it's the going global with Gasman Show and hear all the archives. Now, if you want to hear other stuff that we do, like the voice, like the Aliens with Gas, that's on SoundCloud, and you can also hear it on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Blueberry, CastBox, Player FM, all these places you can find the show, Aliens with Gas, again, the extraterrestrial rock show. So we had a pretty crazy week this week. A little redundant there, but, uh, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of stuff going on, you know, makes you think about the future a little more closely as in if, uh, wow, this could be the end right now. You know, the closeness of, uh, of going to war as we are, I guess, apparently. But we've always been, so it's kind of always been the same story, just the, I guess, the heat's been turned up a little bit hotter, I guess. But that's just more rhetoric, if anything. I'm not quite sure. But maybe we'll go into that conversation a little bit later on as well. But in the meantime, I do want to play some songs. So if you guys are out there listening, which I know you are, there are a few, at least right now, tuning in. If you are around the globe, and I'm sure there's a band you know somewhere, and you want to help them out, get some songs played, well, we do that here on this program. So you can always uh, email me if you like. My email address is withgas at gmail.com. Now, there's two S's there, withgas at gmail.com. If you want to contact me and say, hey, man, we got this really cool band from this place and this place and this place. I'm like, cool. Send them my way. I'll be more than happy to play it right here on this show. As uh, this one here, Stilly and Corey, uh, Stilly from Black Bottom Lighters, Corey from the Hourglass Cats, has a song called Self Wealth. 
And I'm going to play it right now, and we'll be back after this on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel on the Going Global with Gas Man show. It's music from The Expendables and Bowl for Two, and they're not talking about bowling. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, what kind of bowl is he talking about? Well, it's not a cereal bowl either. Um, if we really have to explain this to you guys at this point, well, maybe we do. That's cool because, you know, knowing the nomenclature, the way the uh, the wording and how the culture is of the marijuana world, if you want to call it that, or the cannabis culture, you know, these are terminologies that are prevalent and normal and regular. So, you know, when people talk like that, you know, don't freak out, man. <laughs> so we have uh, Heidi hanging out with us. She's back in the studio. What's up, Heidi? What's up? All right, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was just trying to say, like, I think people who need to be educated on the marijuana culture, you know, I think shouldn't shun it. Should under- try to understand it. The more you know about it, because you know, when you're afraid of something, right, with you, anything, really, you don't want to. You want to stay away from it as much as possible. Right. But when you look into what you're afraid of, you become less afraid of that. For sure. Nostradamus was that for me, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. So like, you're not afraid of the well, end of the world. Nostradamus and the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those things scare the crap out of me. Yes, I, I, I definitely was scared on that stuff. But um, no, I don't know. You know, I always thought like when you know, because you know, I was a kid. You know, I was like ten or maybe whatever age, and my folks liked to watch In Search of. Right. And they had the Nostradamus one, you know, and I'm <laughs> 10 years old. I'm scared shitless now, man. Yeah. That's some scary shit. No, dude, I, I mean, God damn, man. It's like, fuck, stop that. You <laughs> <laughs> don't need to do that. I like when got a book from the library after that. Like I was probably about your age too. Yeah. And it was just like, I was ruined. For, <laughs> right. For a long, long time. It's so depressing, right? Like, I mean, like, all right, we went to football games when I was a kid. We went to the LA Coliseum to watch the Raiders play. And it was Sundays, of course, and you're driving back and it's like, you're so sad. It's like you know, because the because the weekend's over. This the days, you know, the next day is a, you know school day, whatever it is, and and you're like, man, if the world is going to end, it's going to be on this day. It'll be on a <laughs> Sunday because <laughs> it just feels like that, and that's a, that's a Pollyanna thing, right. which is funny. And you know, I, I believe me, I came up with that before Pollyanna, <laughs> before I saw Pollyanna, I should say. I don't even know if I <laughs> saw that movie, but you know, it always freaked me out that that prediction stuff and. You know, of course, you add the music to it and the, the, <laughs> and the scary music. Everything could be sound scary when it's, you know. Right, but hasn't some things actually come true from what he predicted? Like, Well, I guess it's all on how you interpret it is where right. what it comes down to. Um, you know, being more mature now and <laughs> reading into Nostradamus as we come full, full circle to our conversation of, you know, searching what you're scared of. Um, you know, I became really disappointed in his predictions because none of it included me. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm not destined to do anything, Nostradamus? Thanks, man. <laughs> but you know what he wrote about was for that time. Right. And he had to write very vaguely. And he wrote in, you know, in different ways where he had to disguise his, his uh, rebellious attitude, I guess, towards the, the government or the church. Right, yeah, because he would have been like, a, what do they call that? When they hang a witch. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, what's that word? I can't think of it right now. Not like heathen, but the other word. A Wiccan or no? No. <laughs> You'll oh, come up yeah. with it. There's people like shouting at the yeah, <laughs> like right? radio right now. And you're unable to contact ah, us. I can't remember. We don't have a phone system right now. Oh, we have a phone system. We don't have anybody to answer the phones. So right. Anybody who lives in the Phoenix area wants to do that for us, you know. 
<laughs> let us know. For free. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I will. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not technically employed here, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't, disclaimer. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's funny with all this prediction stuff. And, you know, you, like you said, you can read into whatever it is and come up with your own conclusions. You know, I don't have any of this quatrains to talk about or anything like that. But the point is, is like, you know. We want it to be true. You know, we want their predictions to be true for some reason. I, I think we do. Don't you think? We have that some feeling. Some people do. That they be like people, pr- pr- people pray for the end of the world to justify their belief in the end of the world. Right. Some religious people do that. They want to facilitate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's another scary part. Well, and then those companies that make money on it, like you'll see the ad for the preparedness ones. They're <laughs> like, hey, we're well, having a food sale. Right. Because <laughs> it's never going to happen. I mean, you know what's funny? When you step outside your world and your your world of Facebook, the cell phone, TV, you know, and you step outside of that. I'm not going to include music, but if you want to include music, you can. Go somewhere far away in, in, in the woods. Go camping somewhere or just take a journey without these things, you know, and do it for a little bit. If you get at least a week or something like that and, and get the feeling that you're, you're missing out, but you're not missing out, right. you know, on what's going on in the world. It's like they're missing out on what's going on in the world. So it's the opposite. <laughs> You know, yeah. when you're stuck into your Facebook or your TV or your cell phone, you know, you're missing out on that, that feeling of being out in nature, being out in the world where you don't have all that stuff, where it's not natural. Right. Facebook phones and TV are not natural stuff. No. I mean, they came from us being natural, but they're not natural. <laughs> I mean, I guess it becomes now. Is it not in our, it is our natural habitat now, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is natural now, isn't it? But it's good to go out, you know. It's not nature. Go though. in a creek right. or a river. Right. Slip on a rock. <laughs> hand on your butt really hard. <laughs> Do something, dude, just to break away from this. And, you know, then you realize that the world isn't that bad, you know, and, you know, then you get back into the mix and you're watching people fight and hate each other and and protest and, you know, and threaten. And, you know, all these things are our are, are main conversation. These are the main things that are driving, you know, what we all are supposed to know about, you know, like, like we're supposed to have this everyone on the same page thing. We, we should all right. be all in the know. Yeah, because we live on the same planet <laughs> right. that's surrounded by the same atmosphere. Right. So when you like do things on other parts of the atmosphere. Right. But the, but the thing is, there's no official like, hey, we're going to tell you what's really going on. There's no, there's no official of yeah. that. I mean, these are just news organizations that say, you know, you must follow us because we're following what's going on right. around the world. Unofficially are officially unofficial. <laughs> no, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like they're 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 kind of like they're self um, self declaring themselves as the official news source, right? And these they they aren't. None of them are. You yeah. know that's the problem. So you know I, I was talking about this yesterday about how you know the, the local news how how bad it is and you know how you just need to kind of break away from that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah. And you realize it's when you start doing that and you don't have anything else to focus on but your own self, you know, your own problems to fix and re, or maybe your own family or maybe your own job, but your own career, maybe your own, you know, entrepreneurial dream that you want to follow is being cock blocked <laughs> by fucking some asshole threatening another country and another asshole threatening that same country, you know, whatever it is, whoever's, you know, no, we don't need to think about that. We don't need to think about um, race wars. You know, we don't need to be thinking about immigration. You know, that stuff, that shouldn't be really a bother of normal people. It should be, you know, I don't know. That's right. the way I think. I don't know. Like what's important. Right. What is important? These things are on the surface level, just big distractions for all of us to be, yeah. 
not focusing on what we need to be doing. It's just taking care, taking care of ourselves and our own needs and what our own goals are. And our planet, man. Yes, that's too. <laughs> that too. I and mean, we'll get into that because I want to talk about when we get into the next hour because it's uh, aliens with gas, man. Yeah, we're gonna get into um, flying through the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is cool. Um, yeah, but this is the first hour we have to play some independent artists and talk about whatever else is bullshit. You, know. you don't have to. We this like to play we like independent to. artists. Is it, did I say have to? <laughs> yes, you did. Did I really? Were we have yeah. to play independent artists? Yeah. No, I did not say that. You did. I'm going to go back to the check. <laughs> I've not only ever said that before. I know. That's why. I really? That's why, why you called it out on yeah. me? Well, thank you for doing so. I can't believe <laughs> well, we have to play. I'm the real news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kidding. my goodness. Yeah, well, I'm going to figure that one out. I'm definitely not the real news. I'm just a girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just a girl. I remember that was when I first did radio, that song came out. Uh, and I, Oh, I, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I said so when I played that song, I, would, I was working the overnight shift from 12 to 6 a.m., I would play that. You want to guess how many times I would play that song? Now, this is, um, a, this is a kind of a newer rock, also classic rock station in Las Cruces, New Mexico, KXDA, 103.9 FM. And this was uh, kind of like uh, the hip new rock and roll, you know, the Dave Matthews bands and you know, no doubt, like I said, and also like, you know, uh, CCR, you know, right. play that kind of stuff. So how many times in a, in a six hour shift would I play No Doubt, brand new song, I'm Just a Girl? I'm going to guess 12. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's way overkill. Eight? I know I was like, I was you know, gumming it up a lot. Is I know eight? I was. No, I mean, it's, you have six hours. You're not playing the song every hour. Okay, six times. You've, you've listened to radio before. Well, you don't hear that. I mean, you probably I have flip it on. stations a lot, so you think it's well, it's every other hour. If not, it'll be three times, if not four times, if I caught it at the right time. Whoa, yeah, three to four times. I would hear that song like nightly, <laughs> so you know it really well. Yeah, I know it really well. Sing it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just a girl, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I always like to replace. <laughs> I like to replace uh, beer though with, with the word, <laughs> with one of the words in the song. Good stuff. All right, Heidi, I got something for you. All right. Shall we play a game? <laughs> <laughs> you were. I, I asked Kevin to pull up some uh, war game stuff today for obvious reasons. Yes. I don't know. Is that bad? I don't know. What do you think of that movie? That movie scared the shit out of me too. Dude, I love that movie. <laughs> it was a great but, movie, but it scared the shit out of me. Well, yeah, because. Like with well, that whole nuclear like, winter talk. Is there like actually a can do this? Is this based on yeah. like, real things? Or right. How did they get the idea? Where did the idea come from? But my this I think the, the the scariest moment for me. I mean, this movie was I was twelve or whatever came out eighty two eighty three around there. I mean, you know when they talked. Remember when they wanted the island to talk to the doctor? <laughs> and they had the pterodactyls flying around, right. you know, and they get in and he gives them the the talk. Right. That was the scariest conversation like I've ever heard at that time and age. I was like, oh, my God, no, we can never do this. We can never do this. No, we can never do this. Right. So I, I think a lot of this, what's going on, is a lot of hot air. I hope so. Um, well, it is. I mean, China even knows that, says, look, if, if we attack them first, China's going to jump in. So that's obviously not going to be any on our radar. We're not going to definitely want China to jump right. in on it. We have, to let, we have to make them do the first mistake. And then China would be like, well, you fucked up, dudes. Sorry, here they come. They're going to take you out. Or, you know, it's, or nothing's going to happen. I don't think anything's going to happen. Um, the possibility of a red flag 
is, yeah. is there because, I mean, who's to know who's going to launch something at Guam or something else? Right. And now the military is saying that we're going to shoot this out of the air. Did you see that? Yeah. They're, they're planning on shooting out of the air. So now are they setting up the scale for this to happen? Because, right. you know, in 2001, you know, we had the strongest military in the world. And on that day, yeah. four places got hit, three of the major institutions yeah. got hit. And you're like... Wait, what's all this defense for? Right. I mean, if you're not going to co- protect us on the on uh, an attack on that level. And what kind of defense do they have? Do they have like stuff up in space that they're just like trying to not release until right. like, the worst possible moment? Right. Do you remember remember um okay, I'm 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 blanking the name of the movie cuz it's the movie with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Spies like us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Spies like us. Okay, do you remember the very very beginning of the of that? Yeah. I don't. Even in the movie Real Genius. Real Genius. Remember the laser? Yeah. I think it was the beginning of Real Genius. Yeah, but, it was. But, but of popcorn. Like, right. But that was, <laughs> right, that was the laser. But that was, in, that was in Real Genius. But in Spies Like Us, it was um, the same thing. They wanted to fire a missile so they oh, can use the laser right. in space to shoot it down. That's right. And if they, got, if they didn't catch it, well, it's coming from Russia. Right. So we'll blame Russia and we're, we're all good. Ugh. That, that was their plan in Spies right. Like Us. In real, um, in real genius, which by the way is one of the funniest movies uh, you'll ever have to see, you'll, and that's uh, Val Kilmer. Um, <laughs> but I, but I think the kid they picked, the genius kid, right. was a terrible casting. You think so? Uh, yeah, I really do. It was uh. awful casting. But that movie started off with the laser because they were going to blast people out of the chair, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> Straight from their chair from space. Yeah. So I mean, dude. Right. I'm glad Laszlo thought about the implications <laughs> of that mirror. <laughs> Uh, good movies guys (laughs) well if you don't know that movie i'm again it's called real genius and it's really one of the best movies out there and (laughs) i got this is my favorite here i think the young people enjoy it when i get down verbally don't you (laughs) that's just so utilized so many times when i get to talk Depending on who the young people are listening in to the show here, it's 327 on your Saturday afternoon. We're hanging out with you until 5 p.m. because the extraterrestrial rock show. Aliens. With gas is going to be on at 4 p.m. 4 p.m.? The man. I thought I'd cut you off on the man. Oh, yeah. You did, but it's okay. Because <laughs> we're pointed, not in the show. He just pointed at me right when he said 4 p.m. and I'm all 4 p.m. <laughs> well, check this out. This is really cool about the show. We are syndicated in a couple cities now. It's true. So not this part. The Going Global is strictly a Voice America show, and where this is not. This, there's nobody's going to put this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real. Right. Let's be real. This is a. This is a. This is our fun hour, just to kind of bullshit and throw it around. Right. But as far as like the Aliens show on uh, is, is serious, and it's an hour long. I mean, it's not a full on serious show, but uh, you know, you know, what I'm right. Saying? We're really working on that show to be pushed around. So that is in San Luis Obispo on 97.3 The Rock. And it's also in Sonoma County. And that is on KOWS 92.5. And there were, and that's going to air tonight in Sonoma County. Right. But so, not this. Right. Today. So this is how it's a really weird situation how it lays out. So if you want to hear Aliens with Gas, um, other than like the live one here in a, in a little bit or the radio version tomorrow, you're going to get a past episode on KOWS 92.5 FM in Sonoma County tonight at 10 p.m. And then Sunday night, we're going to be on 9 o'clock 
on our station in Phoenix, Arizona, 93.9 and 99.1 at 9 o'clock. And then we're going to have last week's show air on The Rocks, 97.3 in San Luis Obispo. I'm glad you got that. It's a little, it might be a little complicated, but I think, you know, I think I explained it as best I could. We should probably (laughs) just write it down, like the list of everywhere we are. Because how we keep forgetting all the ones. We do. make a list. Print it and laminate it. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna play a song and we're gonna come back, and then um, I'm gonna go down my my um, my Facebook feed and whatever I wrote. If it looks good, I'll talk about it. There's <laughs> 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 something like it's so it's, everything's intertwined, right? Like I you do you do stand up comedy, which I got a show this Friday, by the way. You do so. I do stand up comedy. You do radio. Then you got your Twitter slash Facebook, whatever it is. Right. All these three are forms of entertainment for me to for a medium for me to you know do what I do. For sure. But not that. But not all fit all three. You know, like not one joke right. fits all three categories. So one might fit Facebook, might not fit me being on stage telling comedy, but it might fit for doing radio. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna find out when we come back. <laughs> all right. I got I. <laughs> I saw Stranger earlier. I saw him in my list of, of bands, and these guys are just amazing. And this song is just, it's just a beautiful tune. I want you guys to dig it, and you will, because you are tuning in. And if you're tuning into this, you're going to dig whatever gets played. <laughs> or you're not. I don't give a f- <laughs> <laughs> I played some shitty songs before. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to stop songs on the radio. I oh mean, my we, gosh! Because really? we were well, we were an independent station, and right. uh, that song was really bad. I stopped it. I mean, only oh, I was like, dude, I can't play this song. I'm sorry. Wow! <laughs> I really did. It was really strange. <laughs> Above it all, from Stranger Band, right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. It's Above It All from Stranger Band, right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. On the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., which includes Aliens with Gas. True. Yes. We like that show. We do like that show. I like that show. <laughs> so, um, Not that I don't like this show. Right. But I just like that show. <laughs> I like we that show. We talk too. about weird stuff. Well, I think what's fun about that show is that, yeah, not just weird stuff, but it's just, you know, you can go in any direction you want with it. You right. know, there's like, there's really no parameters to it, which is true. <laughs> you know, which is good. Yeah. To a certain point. <laughs> um, Rabbit holes are awesome. So I was, uh, you know, I was watching videos on YouTube, you know? Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you find something really gross? No. Um, I was just thinking like, you know, when the video pops up and it gives you the option, one of three things is going to happen when you click on a video for YouTube. One, it's just going to play. Mm-hmm. Two, a prompt's going to say, you know, you, you're, you can skip this video in four seconds, or the last prompt is your video will begin after this. Right. Right. So, uh. Uh, so I thought we'd give it a little voice because I think like it's so different because uh, like if you, if you click on there and it says your video, wait, <laughs> sorry, I fucked it up. If, if, if you said, all right, so if you're like, you can skip this video in four seconds, you know, or five <laughs> seconds, that's, that sounds to be a positive tone because yeah, right. you can get the, you can get the fuck like, out of here. Right, right. 
your video will start after this video ends. <laughs> like, I feel like that's like the, the term you get, right? Right. It's so firm, you know? Your video will begin when this is over. Because you don't have a choice. <laughs> right, you don't have a choice. even if you back out and go back in, it does the same thing Right, again. right. Unless you, like, you got to pay for it or something like that for no ads. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think if you had a voice to it. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. Your video will begin when this is over. <laughs> I mean, I was like, that's kind of what it says. Um, you can skip this video. So uh, I had some coffee from it. Was uh, it had Sumatra beans in it? Have you ever heard of Sumatra beans? Um, maybe. I think I know which ones those are. Yeah, it reminded me of. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of thought like Kama Sutra, you know, when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the dip, right? You can see where you can, might be able to get that mixed up. I, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Except for one word is way longer. It starts with a but totally Sumatra, Karma Sutra. All right, come on. <laughs> Sutra, Sumatra. Come on, you got me on that. All right, that's close. It's close. Yeah, no, I see it. All right. But I'm just saying if they, they were going to do, if, if, Karma, if the Karma Sutra is going to do more coffee beans. Maybe they should make Karma Sutra coffee beans. They probably sell more of them. Right. Sumatra beans and they can have Benoit beans. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> All right. There's was... people right now Googling <laughs> trying to figure out what that is. What Benoit beans are? Yeah. Well, they're not beans. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> um, uh, I got to wonder, though, on, on, on Benoit's, right? I'm like, how long did it take for them to realize they had to put a string in? <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> All right. <terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like saying. How many times yeah, did I like, try? Shit, we lost it again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, we better yeah. put a string, drill a hole in the middle. You know, we can get it back. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be creative, man. It's, it's right. It's more than just one, right? I mean, it's more than just two, right? I'm pretty it's a two sure, or three, yeah. like the small. I've never played with those things. <laughs> 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 we don't we don't go there by the way although you know i'm getting close to that uh that prostate exam so i have been practicing <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> all right that's a joke obviously <laughs> or is it well i'm only getting two it comes digits from inspiration right i'm too far i'm two digits into my pinky so far <laughs> <laughs> If you want to go there, <laughs> oh, which, dying which I think here. I think which I think we just did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh man, that is some funny stuff. All right, it's terrible but funny. I know. Well, this is like my this is my testing ground, basically. You know? Right. <laughs> this is the stuff I get to like throw out there and not care. Like if you if you think it's funny, cool, I appreciate it, and you know, and if you don't, you think I'm being stupid, and then that's fine too, because you know. And this all started from coffee beans. Um, <laughs> it probably started from from the two bowls song that we played a couple about a half an hour ago. Uh, yeah, I got a show coming up this Friday. I'm doing ten minutes, so um, it's gonna be kind of a short set. I hate driving so far for ten minutes. Yeah, it's weird. I can see. Well, bands have to do that, you know. Bands have to go, yeah. you know, forty-five minutes to more than that, uh, you know, to an hour to drive somewhere to a play for half an hour or maybe an hour. Right. You know, that's that the, the meme you always see. You know, uh, it spends all this money and touring and traveling with their own money to play a twenty-minute gig. You know. Yeah. That's, that's comedy for you. Same thing, you know. Yeah, it's not an easy life, man. 
you know, and speaking of music, since we're on that, and we were talking, I was talking about, you know, um, online, when bands come to town, and maybe I had this experience because I grew up in Los Angeles, a bigger city. Phoenix most likely didn't. Maybe you can uh, help me with this one here, Heidi, since you grew up in Phoenix. When, when certain bands came to town, they would sell out the arena for like three or four nights in a row. Oh, yeah. They had that here? Yeah. Did they? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wasn't sure because, you know, smaller towns wouldn't need to do it. Maybe you only know? like two on average, but. On two? All right. Yeah. They would stay for a couple days? Two, right. Yeah. When's the last time you saw that? Ugh. I'd have to rack my brain. Yeah, I know, right? Long, long time. I know. Metallica just came into town. They play this big stadium, uh, ba- uh, the, uh, um, what is it, the U- UPS Stadium, University of Phoenix, where the Cardinals play. Right. They charge 150 bucks to sit second level. As far away as you can. Oh, my God. 150 bucks. And I'm thinking, you know what, man? That's, you know, I think you're just taking advantage of your situation. Yeah. Is what this is. Because the intimacy is completely lost. Dude. And you're spending that kind of money for that. That's a lot of money. I like know it two is. people to go. It's I know. Bills. For what, though? That's like three months of cell phone bills. If you have a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Or the electric bill in the summertime in Phoenix. Oh, God, I wish mine was only for like <laughs> three months. Well, for three months. Um, yeah. No, I'm just saying it's like, you know, the, I think the intimacy is lost with these, with these bands now, you know. There's, not, there's no more of that closeness, you know, with the, right. with the audience anymore. Or the fans. It really isn't anymore. It's probably because there's so much online music, like, you know, don't even, like, really have to go because all the video and stuff. Like, maybe it's desensitized people to wanting to go see a live show. And when people are at a live show, all you see is all their phones up there recording the show instead of watching it right which is annoying to me because i'm like put your phones down i'm trying to watch the you know concert well i thought about that i thought that maybe bands should have like that one song all right get your cell phones out this is is the song it's a good idea that we're gonna do it to so get your video out because you're never gonna come back and watch this again anyway um, we hope it's you. You know, maybe you're the favorite song that they play or something like that. Because right. you know, they always like that. Oh my god, that's my song! I gotta get a video of it. You know, <laughs> that's right. people do, and and you can't stop them. But it's like you know, maybe you you can tour on that. You can make it the no cell phone tour. You know, right. and that way you know. That way everyone knows that. I mean, it'll be advertised as that. They go to every city, every radio interview. It'd be like we're no cell phone. So people know when they go see yeah, the show. Yeah, to watch it. Right. But they used to like crazy pat us down and like make sure there wasn't any like mini disc recorders or like <laughs> any like kind of recording equipment. You couldn't even bring a camera in a lot oh, back of shows. In the days. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore, like you said, you know. Yeah. Plus these phones, I mean, barely any of them are going to be doable. Besides, I mean, what are you going to sell it? You're not going to sell it because right. I can get it for free online anyway. Yeah. Or I can whatever, listen to it for free. So, I mean, yeah, so it's definitely changed a lot, you know, the way you're, you know, I mean, there's no more rerun recording the Doobie Brothers anymore with a, with a cassette tape. Right. <laughs> if you remember that one. There used to be, like, whole bootleg sections in record stores. Yeah, I've, I've heard bootleg. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've gotten them. I mean, yeah. It happens here and there, but it's not necessary anymore. No. The only thing I think would be more protective would be in the world of comedy because you don't want your jokes to be out there. Right. You know, you don't want them to be out there where other people can pick up and listen and say, oh, I like that. And then all of a sudden they got it. And what if they right. get bigger before you get bigger? And then all of a sudden. Whose was it first? Right. Hey, you ripped off my joke. Oh, really? Look where I'm at. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Thanks, man. Ugh. Yeah, that's the worst part. When you find out that, you know, there's a joke that you might, that might be, you know, done. You know, I, I came up with a silly joke yesterday. 
or maybe even this morning, I thought I was walking around by a golf course, and I said, yeah, I wonder if I was playing in Mexico, would I yell four? Or would it be quattro? <laughs> you know? And I'm thinking, that maybe that's a hacky joke. I don't know if that's a hacky joke or not. And so I'm like, then my roommate says, yeah, he goes, um, oh, then you can do German. German is like uh, fear. Like number four is fear. Eins, fein, drei, fear. So like, yeah. I think that's, um, Just go through them all. But f- you're right, go through a few countries right. and see what they say for four. Uh, of course, it's not four. It's F-O-R-E. It's not F-O-U-R. But, but <laughs> funny how Germany is fear. Right. When you're bombing a golf ball off to the side <laughs> to let people know that this, this thing's coming. Right. <laughs> you know, it really fits perfect for that. <laughs> so, it's true. Yeah, so that might be a hmm. new bit for me. I'm not sure. I like that bit. I got to look into it. I actually typed in and Googled uh, saying four in Mexico. <laughs> like playing golf in Mexico, do you say four? I literally Googled it. Do they? Yeah, I didn't. Nothing came up. <laughs> Not, so I don't so know. So wait, is there no golf in Mexico? Well, that's not that there's no golf in Mexico. I just don't know if they use that terminology for an errant shot. <laughs> so that's, that's I don't know. If anybody knows it can help us out, just email me. Yeah. My email is withgas at gmail.com. And there's two S's there, so let me know. And I'd love to know. We and, need someone who actually like travels. <laughs> and plays golf. <laughs> and knows all the languages. Right. But it's not too hard to find. It has money to go somewhere. Right. Um, 346. All right, so we can talk drugs when we come back, or we can talk porn. (laughs) (laughs) What wonderful choices I have. (laughs) I think we should talk drugs. I'm just going to let you flip the coin. I think we'll do drugs. Okay. We haven't talked drugs in a while. Have we? I don't know. You do that drug code game you always make me play. Yeah, we'll do that when we come back. (laughs) I like that game. I'm so bad at it. So, you know, if you have any verbiage you use, you know, for drugs, that's what we're talking about. The code words you would use. I used to call it the drug code, you know. Right. So we'll play that when we come back after some some Mystic Bowie. I love this guy. Drug of choice. I'm not sure if this is the in-studio one or not. If it's the in-studio one, I'm going to have to stop it. If it's not, enjoy. Hold on to your values as we step through the looking glass into a hippie pot party. Some people... uh, think that to puff the magic dragon means they're really to smoke uh, smoke a marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school! The history of marijuana. Marijuana, the, the one drug that never killed anybody. Are you on drugs or is this your naturally moronic self? Marijuana has become a part of the popular consumer culture of the United States. You got any narcotics or marijuana in here? <laughs> Uh, not anymore. We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. Get out of here! Is marijuana really where it's at? Is it really as righteous as you think? You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Where can I get some marijuana? I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. I'm so wasted! I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> it's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. I mean, a Maui, Wowie, a Panama Red, Acapulco Gold. It's all marijuana. It sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. The amazing stuff about this is take it home and just get stoned at a bejesus hmm. belt. You don't want it I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. 
And welcome to the Drug Code here on Going Global with Gas Man. And we do this once in a while. I like to play the game where you decide what drug I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and by you right now, that means me. It just means you, exactly, since we are unable to communicate with you guys out there. But hopefully you'll enjoy Heidi's um, attempt <laughs> at learning drug codes. Uh, okay. <laughs> because I think what this is really very important, you know, it's important for people out there. If you have children, you know what I'm saying? To, to kind of get the idea of... Um, oh, won't somebody please think of the children? You know, <laughs> you, we, they have to know. Their parents have to know what their kids are talking about. Right. So, you know, if your kid comes in and says, Hey, Mom, I'm going to go over to my friend's house. We're going to have some Apple Jacks. That would be so obvious. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure I got to say a little cooler, you know, but uh, what are Apple Jacks? Um, that cereal I used to love to eat. <laughs> um, do I have choices? No. No. I just have to guess. Yes. Dude, I have no idea what it even could be. Is it going to be like ecstasy? I'm going to jump there. You're going to jump to ecstasy? Yeah. You're not going to like break it down? Any? No. <laughs> Apple Jacks crack. Oh. Apple Jacks crack. Dude, if you got a kid <laughs> that's doing crack, you're screwed. Hey, my my cousin, <laughs> my cousin has a baby tea over. Baby tea. Baby tea. Tea. Yeah. What starts with the tea? Baby tea. Now these are from uh, a website called Urban Seventy Five. Is this like baby? These tea. are street lingo of drugs. Um, baby tea. I'm gonna go with um, either the marijuana. Okay. Or the Valium. Or Valium. It is crack. It is <laughs> again? crack again. I was throwing you a little... Uh, How can... I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe like some baby tea. That was like someone's nickname in the neighborhood. Right. And they like, you know, be good crack. And then that kind of like spread around. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. How about... Um, I don't, I don't know how you I'm would... I'm so bad at this game. I know you are. I don't know how you would... <laughs> you always see me <laughs> trying to like, sugarcoat it. Like, no, dude, you're doing okay. You're trying to... No. Yeah, you're bad. Um, uh, all right, so I got, I got a couple cartoon characters here we can use, and you can tell me which ones they are, okay? Okay. <laughs> is this, so this isn't drug-related? Is, no, this is. Oh, okay. But these are the cartoon <laughs> character names are... Related to some kind of a drug. Are now. pseudonyms for these drugs. Okay. Bart Simpson... Bart Simpson? Yes. I'm going to go with meth because he's always skating around. <laughs> he doesn't stop. Meth, that's heroin. Uh, how is Bart Simpson? What? I don't know. I don't get it. They've never obviously seen the show. Are you ready for another one? Okay. All right. Beavis and Butthead. Um, well, <laughs> where do you start with Beavis and Butthead? Right. Oh, man. It could be crack <laughs> or meth. You're going cracker meth. Beavis yeah. and Butthead is LSD. What? Yes. Dude, okay. <laughs> I guess I can see it. I think, don't they do acid in a uh, one of their cartoons? They do peyote. That's right. In the Beavis and Butthead do America? Right. Right, they do peyote. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nothing was really different. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, let's do. Let's. Do, oh, we're almost out of here. We're almost out of time. Let's do. Um, 
Let's do the word boom. Boom. B O O M. Boom. Um, is that cocaine? It's not cocaine. You want to guess again? Um, is it? I don't. Wouldn't even know. I can't even. Where do they come up with this, dude? I'm getting old. <laughs> not even that old. I don't know either. I don't know. Like, do they these drug headies call into these places? It, it's because I'm a child the- of the '70s. I only know all those words. <laughs> In the 80s. That's it. Right. <laughs> you want to guess another drug? Um, boom. Boom. Is it like crack? It's not crack. Oh, I just figured because it <laughs> seemed like you kept picking a lot of crack. No, not crack. Boom. What? I don't know. What else explodes? Ecstasy? No. Some new designer weird drug? No. That's um, an old classic. Um, Elude? <laughs> Allude. Is that what you said? Allude. I thought you meant allude, like A L U D E. No. No, it's marijuana, man. What? Yes. That doesn't make sense. It, well, I know it doesn't. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to be so, you know. Well, I don't know. We need someone in here to like give us I that know. connection, you know, yeah, of these words. Know. So we'll have to find a person who's real experienced at this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. Right. <laughs> All right, Heidi, we got some aliens coming up. You ready? Yeah. All right. You guys enjoy this little break. We'll come right back and talk the extraterrestrial rock show. Aliens. With gas. Man. Up in smoke. That's where my money goes. In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke And all my cares Go up in smoke <laughs> Up in smoke Donde todo es libre There are no signs Que dicen no fume So I roll un bomber Y me doy un buen toque Después I choke Y todo mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke That's where I want to be Cause when I'm high The world's low Don't bother me Oh, 
Amen. Mm. Try some of this. It's absolutely dynamite. Mm. The last time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. Souvenirs, novelties, party tricks. Souvenirs, novelties, party tricks. What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. now, now, Freaking out, man. Well, now most of us have heard about the face on Mars and repeated accusations that NASA has been covering up the truth. Four years ago, when NASA announced the discovery of life in a Martian meteorite, I was quoted in the press as saying that the earth-shaking announcement was a government test balloon to gradually prepare the public for a bigger bombshell. I also said that the announcement was part of a time release program to give us all the news and stages. The release of 65,000 photographs from NASA's Mars Global Surveyor has now put us on the fast track to discovery about a past intelligent civilization on the Red Planet. This is NASA's uncover-up, if you will. And the space agency, and I haven't said this in the past, but I'll say it now, is to be congratulated for finally making these photographs available to the general public. Today's press conference is truly historic. Tom Van Flandern, Brian O'Leary, and scores of scientists the world over have been eagerly poring over these pictures and discovering remarkable things. Strap yourself in. We're about to see compelling proof of artificial structures on Mars that could have profound implications for the history of the human race. Whoa, aliens. <laughs> With gas. Man. Yes, a little. Wow. Hmm. Talk about Mars. Dude, it's so perplexing. Why can't just there just be no sarcasm and just keep just keep it real? Like, why not just tell the truth about everything instead of always having to, like, try to figure it out? Right. Like, investigating and proving and reproving. Like, why do we have to live somewhere like that? It's terrible. That, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's one of those things like, you know, we talked about this last hour, but, you know, when we talk about, you know, the the leaks or that may be the, the, the hints of what to come down the road. I mean, you know, NASA is hiring people to defend the Earth from aliens. Right. So is that well, mean aliens are alive? <laughs> right. I mean, are you admitting that they exist? Right. Or they put out, you know, the job offer at least, right? Right, exactly. I forgot what it said. Yeah, I don't know either. So it's... <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> don't ask me questions, Heidi. This is the wrong place for that kind of thing. <laughs> Welcome to the program, the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Yes. Aliens. <laughs> With gas. <laughs> I was trying to find the NASA's hiring a planetary, uh, what are they calling it? Oh, man, come on, load. Planetary protection officer with a salary of up to $187,000 a year. That's not chimp change, people. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But, so, okay, here's the thing. 
if they already knew they were extraterrestrials out there and that we had to defend, that sounds that would be like a pretty crazy job and you should probably get paid more than 187. Just throwing that out there. Even you would think that's, that is a I lot. I want of, to believe. And again, that's another reason why hammers cost fi- fifty thousand dollars. Right. Like maybe he's the person gets more. Right. Exactly. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. We have this uh, video we're going to uh, talk about. We talked we talked about this video a little while ago. Um, we posted it. It's a kind of a possession video. Yeah, that ghost. Yeah. So this is this happened in um, I don't know where you where it happened. Where did it go? Did we figure out where, what place it was? Um, I don't know. It doesn't like I can't seem to find anything because when we first played the video, like it had no sound, and um, you know it's on our Facebook page somewhere. We'll repost this one too, but um, it was just so, like so weird. And this one is like a little longer. It's like the whole event. With the sound, it seems, but so, I can't find where it is exactly. Yeah, this is a pretty legit video, I think it is. It's a guy who gets possessed as he goes to the back of a grocery store, maybe a little convenience store, and he's, I don't know, grabbing either some kind of milk or beer, whatever he's grabbing out of there, right. you know, and just all of a sudden stops and just goes into this weird convulsions, like a possession, if you will. And and some lady comes up and checks on him. Actually, you can see her yeah. in, the, in the top right corner, kind of. What the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. And then he points at her. Or I think he flips her off. <laughs> yeah, it's you know. hard to tell. Is right. he like shaking his finger at her? So it's it's a very bizarre video. Um, this is how the audio goes. He's walking to the glass door. He's opening it now. He's grabbing it out of the cooler. He's got it in his hands. He's. Just, oh, he's not closing the door. He's holding onto the door. It's not closing. And now he's going into this convulsion. So he's holding onto the door. Now he dropped the drink. The lady runs away. So the lady came back. And now he passed out. And then there goes the ghost, and there goes the toilet paper off the top of the shelf. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the it's lady. I mean, creepy listening to it in the headphones, man. He was almost. I feel like he was like he was bending over a little bit, and he was grabbing the sides of his shorts as if he wanted to almost pull them off himself. You know? Yeah. As kind of, but he was grabbing onto them, and it felt like there was something that this. I don't know. It was in him. It really yeah, looked like dude, it. it looked like he's like fighting it, like to get it out, even. Right, but even to point at the lady the way he did, right, in that position, either he knew that the lady was there, or it was the ghost that knew it, or whatever possessed him that knew it. You know, right. Um, it is a pretty bu- funky vid, and uh, yeah, it is posted on the Aliens with Gas page on Facebook. So if you want to check that out, the audio version of it. Yeah. It is. It's quite bizarre, and it's you know it's a store security cam too, so it's not like it's. Someone's cell phone. That's what, you know, and I understand people could probably fake a, 
um, store cam video. But that one just seems like legit. Right. It's just too weird, man. Yeah, a little too much for me, man. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, I mean, I think just the whole toilet paper falling off was pretty funny. Right, yeah. Because the lady came back, I mean... Yeah. It, it, it didn't seem like this was a prank. No. You know, have you, have you seen the pranker, the prankster getting busted? He's like going through su- supermarkets and he's, you know, pretending to slip on stuff and what have you. Oh, no. He's using that. He's doing that for attention. They right. now they're suing him and everything. And <laughs> I think or they, I know they caught him. But but I'm saying is like, um, you know, yeah, this isn't that. This isn't a prank. No. You can tell because it would be one of their cameras catching it. Right. Right. This is a store camera. Yeah. So it's all like. Weird. Yeah, it's just one of those uh, just unknowns. This is one of those things that you, you can't explain, can you? It's very perplexing. Right. So, what do you do? What do you do with that story? What do you, how do you categorize that story? Is it fake? Is it not? I mean, is it something that you should address or just ignore? Right. Well, and like, <laughs> what does it mean? Like, when you actually recognize what it is, like, pe- it's going to make people be like, well, wait a second. Like, spirits can jump into me and start making me act all a fool. Right. But you know, like people who are experts in this will say like, you want to make sure you don't have any holes in your aura and like things like this. And that guy probably had some kind of something where they would attract to him where he's too open. Right. They would say. Right. But like, you know, that would like really freak out a lot of people. If you think you could go walking around and have like, (laughs) weird spirit jump into you well, at least it jumped out man that's what i would say well, <laughs> right well it's like what was the purpose of it just to get him to pass out and you know and get go somewhere else i mean i don't know do they all of them know what their purpose is it's weird man i've been watching too many weird tv shows i'm like going way out there again <laughs> <laughs> like when i was younger i used to be just like dude ghosts you're doing this they can Walk into people like walk-ins. That's a whole thing, right? You know, like just the person is like about to die, and their soul leaves, and like there's another soul walking or spirit, whatever, walking by that will jump into the person right at that moment. So maybe that's why the lady ran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would, now that would have been a trip if she had stayed and watched the whole thing, and then all of a sudden she got into some weird convulsions. If there's some video of that somewhere, yeah, right. the government took it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you to know about that. Because what if it's one of their experiments? What if it's one of those like weird things that goes on in those underground laboratories that no one's supposed to know about, but everyone knows they're really there? And they like made like some weird like invisible person that like went wrong. Right. It's like worse than the fly. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> who's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call my friend the fly. <laughs> you know why? Because he, uh, because he ate sugar. He loved sugar. <laughs> and I always remember that movie, that scene where he's <laughs> just eating the sugar. It's awesome. <laughs> um, let's play another clip from. I'll play a clip after the song. How about that? Do it. So I have a couple songs we can choose from right now. Um, Ooh, choices. We do have choices. Yeah. So um, Devin Townsend. Okay. You know him, right? Are you familiar with him? He's, yes. he's kind of heavy metal, yeah. hard rock. Uh, we have Black Sabbath. Hmm. Or we could play Graham Parker. Hmm. Let's go with uh, choice number one. Choice one, uh, Devin Townsend? Okay. Yep. It's called The Grays. Nice. Yeah, so it's a perfect song for us. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Were you going to say that no matter which one I chose? No, actually I wasn't. I was going to play a song about Mars, but you know, we'll oh. play that after we talk about Mars again because I'll have another clip when we come back here. Um, <laughs> exactly, right here. Um, it's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show broadcasting from an undisclosed location somewhere on this planet. Aliens. With gas. Man. What? You're not going to use that tone? I forgot. Oh, my God. Man. As fate would have it, NASA's Mars Odyssey, named for the spacecraft in Arthur C. Clarke's breathtaking film 2001, is now racing toward the red planet. When the Odyssey finally sends pictures back to Earth sometimes this coming year, NASA will have taken the next giant step in preparing the public for some very exciting news indeed. Clarke believes that, quote, large life, unquote, namely vegetation, perhaps even trees, may be present in some of the Mars Global Surveyor photographs that Tom Van Flanen will be showing you in just a few minutes. This is a sculpture by artist John Sheldon of the famous five-sided pyramid photographed by NASA's Viking probe in the Cydonia region of Mars. But as the late Carl Sagan pointed out in his television series Cosmos, the Elysium area also has pyramids, and these pyramids, very seldom spoken about, are said to be twice as tall as the World Trade Center. How could that be, twice as tall as the World Trade Center? Geologists insist that the wind would have to be blowing from three directions, all at the same speed, for the pyramids of Elysium to have been formed naturally. And then there are the glass-like tunnels, which are at least 60 feet in diameter, with exposed sections running 1,000 feet long. The tunnels are amazing. We may be looking at nothing less than the ultimate proof of an ancient civilization that used these tunnels for water or perhaps even for transportation. Aliens. With gas. Man. Yeah, there you go. That is uh, Michael C. Luckman. He's a founder of the uh, Cosmic Majority. Wow. Well, yeah, dude, There's when there's structures like that on something, like it's obvious it was built by intelligent beings and not wind. Right. So where is a civilization that no longer exists on Mars or are, is there still a civilization that exists on Mars? It's underneath. Right. Because yeah. that's what we you know, talk about. One time did that uh, remote viewing where they went to Mars. Right. And he went underground and said, you know, he saw the civilization. And this, you know, I mean, I mean, it's not far fetched to think that there was a civilization on Mars. And it's not even far fetched to think that Venus is a uh, civilization as well. Right. So Venus is really, there's a lot of mom's word on Venus. It's not even a, 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 I mean, I can't remember the last time we mentioned Venus in mainstream media for, you know, for space talk. Right. Why is that? Right. Why is that? Because mm. I would say Venus is more like Earth. I mean, Venus, Earth, and Mars are almost identical to a right. certain degree. There's not big, a much bigger difference of the size of all of us. Right. Well, and like, who's to say like there wasn't civilizations there and they just evolved to be able to be underground or had technology that sucks in the gross air and turns it into breathable air. Right. Yeah. Well, we have that technology too. Yeah. It's just, you know, costs a million dollars <laughs> every square inch that you, you know, whatever you need. That's the only problem, right. you know, just like uh, organic food, you know? Yeah. Total recall, <laughs> it's too expensive. <laughs> well, yeah, right. It's just too expensive. We doubt the people who can't afford it. Right. And that's what they want. You know, that's what that's all. I don't know. That's weird. I wonder, like, you know, what other, you know, Venetians, you know, they do exist. They come over here and check us out and they're just, you know, shaking their heads going. 
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of them are. Yeah. Especially right now. The, the path they've taken, they've been misled. You know, because that's the people who are in power, are the ones that are obviously guiding our way. So it's... You know, none of us want anything. None of us just want all, none of us want anything bad to happen to anybody. You know, for the majority, right? <laughs> I think. But there are, but you know, none of us you know want any of that. We just want to you know do our thing, live peacefully on yeah. on this planet. You know, comfortably, just, just do our thing. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the majority of people. This you know, when and when you see that there's a few people in this world that can't get along, and all of a sudden it's everyone's problem. Right. <laughs> it's all it's everyone's fucking problem. It's you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to curse in the show. Kevin forgot we were. I'll edit this for radio. Radio, <laughs> radio side. Well, I try to. I try. <laughs> so I thought I thought it would be interesting to think about this. Is that what if what if you know? And I use the disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Keep your minds open. Right. You know, open your mind real wide. We felt us traveling through the universe, as if like we knew the planet was flying through the universe. You know, we felt that like as of driving a car. Right. If we had that feeling yeah. of driving through the universe and yeah. flying through as a planet, as a whole, and we could control it with our emotion or our minds, not emotions, but more our minds, you know, and everyone knew that we all had to go make a left up here pretty soon. We all had to be on the same page. We all get to, you right. know, get together. We all have to control this planet or else it's going to crash into the, the side of the wall. Yeah. Whatever. Which is why we have that giant atmosphere around right contains us in so we don't feel it but then also like you know we are all inside that atmosphere we're all on this rock right we are flying through this through space uh, i don't even know how fast we're going it's i know it's very fast it's pretty fast (laughs) right (laughs) but we can't feel it we don't know it i mean to us it always just feels like we're just sitting still right so we it's hard to comprehend it is. It's very bizarre to think about the the speed we're going through. Because yeah. even the if you're on like a bicycle, right, and like you're riding really fast, you're like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Like when you're a kid, like. Well, you. I mean, yeah. you don't feel it when you're in a plane. Right. You know, it's that same yeah. feeling. You kind of you don't feel the speed. You can't feel the the right. energy or the the rush of going that fast. Yeah. Three, you know, three, going 300, 400 miles an hour. You don't feel that because we can't. It's, the gravity would, it would tear us apart. You know, so. I don't know, man. It's like <laughs> it's trippy to think about. But it would change our way of of dealing with each other. Yeah, if, if everybody recognized if, that. If it went by this, if it did go by emotion, and when we learned that negative emotion steered the planet into a bad place, and positive emotion kept the planet on a good path, there'd still be your there would be and protagonist. There man. would be, but you would think the 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 protagonist would it be the protagonist as a good guy. As the good guy. Yeah. So they would be the ones that would shut down the antagonist because be like, yo, if you keep doing that, none of us are going to, you know, we're right. all going to be crashing pretty soon. So we got to shape it up. Right. But how are they going to do that? Are they, they going to do that with negativity? Because if love isn't already working, then they become the antagonist if they're doing it with negativity and adding negativity. But the negativity won't last because you're going to end up crashing out anyway. <laughs> you know, I mean, negativity is the bad, is the worst choice regardless. Right. Negativity oh, always, yeah. is going to get you nowhere. It's true. Just ask Ghostbusters too. <laughs> Did you finally see it? Well, I saw it before. Oh, just the ooze. I liked it. I thought it, you know, the ooze. But I like, you know, <laughs> you like bad movies. I like all those. Movies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I like good movies and bad movies. And maybe it's just because I see like the work that goes into it, and I'm like, oh, that's really great. 
It's really nice. Right. It was funny. I thought so. And then I liked how they had, you know, appearances by everyone. So, you know, it's okay. Right on. I got I got the song I saw. It's called it's from Hawkwind, okay? Hawkwind? Hawkwind. It's called Uncle Sam's on Mars. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Let's hear it. <laughs> We're gonna play this. I, I I don't know where they're from yet. I'm gonna look up look them up when we come back. Because <laughs> it's my it's my responsibility. I should have looked this up before. But I dug the tune. Maybe. I, <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? We're just real free in here, you guys. We're just like whatever. Well, happens. we had somebody bail out on us today, so let's call them he, out. Now we don't have to call. We, just, we don't have to call them out. We don't okay. have to call them out. But we just have to say they bailed out on us. <laughs> And last week we had someone bail out on us too. So. Yeah, so we're a little, you know, raw about that. Right? <laughs> a little raw about that. Well, they're the ones that are missing out. I'll tell yeah. you that much. That's all I got to say. Times. Hawkwind is the band. Uncle Sam's on Mars is the tune. And uh, just uh, jam out to this and let us know what you think about it right here on Aliens with Gas. Man. Hawkwind, Uncle Sam's on Mars, and they're from England, the UK, by the way. That was released in 1979. Heidi. Man, it was pretty cool tune, man. I, I dug them. I did too. That was I, when I first heard. It, I was like, "Wow, this is pretty badass, man." Yeah. It is a good headphone song, so don't miss your exit when you're listening to that one. I really <laughs> like that. Yeah, so bringing some old school songs. We got new school independent artists as well. Is what we do here on the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. We like to play the independent artists mostly, or just bands that just have songs about aliens, man. We don't care where you're from or who you are, right? As long as it sounds good. <laughs> Make sure it sounds good and recorded well. Sometimes you can't help that if it's a 1955, you know, country western song, yeah, hillbilly that's, song. That's different, right? Exactly. We'll play that. But if it's something new, please, you know, have have some have some uh, you know respect respect for yourself to record a good album, you know, yeah. and send us the good stuff. So where can they send that to? What email address? Awgradio at gmail dot com. Yes, which stands for aliens with gas. You guys, I was smart when I put that together. It's a pretty good idea. Because <laughs> I don't know anybody <laughs> wants to spell out aliens with gas, you know, but you can. It's two S's. That's our website, by the way. So it's alienswithgas.com, and our podcast is on SoundCloud. And then from SoundCloud, you can listen to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Blueberry, Castbox, uh, you got me, Player FM. Player FM. Yeah, and I'm sure there's another one out there. <laughs> Just type in aliens with gas, two S's. There you go. Or and go to our Facebook. I'm pretty sure we'll be the first ones to pop up. Pretty sure. <laughs> we have a YouTube page. We're on Instagram as well as Twitter. True. So we have all the bases touched, I think. Maybe there's a thousand more to go, but, you know, these yeah. are the main ones we want to stick with <laughs> for now. But uh, we thank you guys for tuning in from all over the world, you know, on SoundCloud and our, and our podcast that releases on Monday to everyone listening on the Voice America Network who've been tuning in um, on our archives here on the on voiceamerica.com variety channel. Yeah. So we thank you for that as well. I mean all over the world. So it's great. So we really appreciate it. we hope we're, uh, con- we're we hope we're connecting with people on this show and we hope, you know, that your thoughts are the same as ours because we you know, we're trying to reach out to people out there who think the same way as us. And that's the only way I think positive change can happen. For sure. You know. Which is why you guys are going to want to go ahead and listen to our podcast on Monday before the eclipse. Is that Monday? Or next Monday. Next Monday, right. 21st. So you guys have, you know, time right now to catch up on our show and go to SoundCloud before the eclipse. Right. (laughs) 
I think we're going to be okay. I think we. I think we fine. Is, is this a prediction? <laughs> is this a prediction? Oh, eclipse? you haven't heard about that. This is a, a prediction eclipse. Yeah, this is one of the ones where there's people are starting to quote, um, you know, passages from the Bible. Okie dokie. And. Um, <laughs> You know, it's the here we end go of again. times. Yeah. Here it comes again. Oh, that's here we go. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> I should know that. That, that was awful. <laughs> it's true. That, um, was, that was worse than me in solar system. <laughs> Pluto. Um, well, there's, it's funny that you, you kind of mentioned that, but, you know, I don't know if this has anything, anything to do with the eclipse. Maybe it does. Uh, is this the Nibiru comeback? Is that what we're talking about? Um, I think it's all correlated, man. Yeah. I don't know. I can't keep up. I mean... Every so many years, it's or wait, is it every year? It, every year is the end. We have to deal with this every year. Dude, yeah. All I hear now is the doors, the end. The end. Yeah, Love that could that be. Song. It's too long, possibly for this. Uh, Maybe we could take a break with it. I don't know. Yeah, we could take uh. a bathroom break with it. <laughs> That's what happens when you play songs longer than six minutes? You know, the DJs uh, dropping a deuce. <laughs> 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 and that's why we're only on independent radio, everybody. All right. So <laughs> David Mead authored Planet X, the 2017 Arrival. He says that Nibiru, I say it right, <laughs> also known as Planet X, will crash into Earth on September 23rd. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we've got the end of the world on uh, the 21st of August. Then we've got September, Planet X. 23rd? Oh. Well, is, is the shadow covering for the eclipse, is that Nibiru? Not really the moon? I don't know. What will Google Maps say? Or will they just reroute everything? Going to show us what we should believe. <laughs> this is what's really happening, everybody. Well, there's no bunker that's going to save you from a planet crashing into another planet. Yeah, no, you're dead. Right, that's it. It's over. I mean, we're all dead. Right. So whatever dead means, you know. Right. It means start over somewhere else. Right. You know, at at another time, possibly. Who knows? But the thing is, you're not going to remember any of this, obviously. Um, Maybe. Hard to say. Or does it come back? I don't know, dude. I started watching that show, The OA, on the, um, it's on Netflix. One of my employees was like, yeah, dude, you got to check this out. What is it? It seems to be like, I'm I'm only a couple in, but it seems to be it's like about near-death experiences and like what is really on the other side. Right. It's pretty crazy. I I would hope like once you get over the other side, you can at least talk to people and say, man, that was wild down there. Wasn't that crazy? (laughs) You know, at least something like, can you at least confirm with me that existed, that, you know, this planet and my life existed? And is everyone like super popular there still? Like... Like right, when we right, get there, like, right. can we be like, oh man, where's Jim Morrison? <laughs> Where are you? Right. I'm hanging out with you, dude. Right. Would it be the same? Because yeah. at that point, I think we'd everyone to be on the same level. Right. You know, the same soul, the same type of energy. Going into their other extraterrestrial body. Right. You'd be kicking back with somebody in this, and you have no idea who they are. And they're like, yeah, man, I was Jim Morrison on Earth. <laughs> what? You were? Yeah, that was me, man. How do we know that was you? I, yeah, it was, dude. <laughs> Trust me, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what do you, you know? Like, how that? Right. I don't know. Dude, won't know until we get there. We all know, right. And yeah. no one knows. Yeah. So don't believe anyone who thinks they do know. Right. <laughs> that's all, that's, Unless they actually do know. That should be kind of a common thing in life. If someone tells, tells you what, what happens after they, you die. Right. You, you, there's no possible way for you to know that. Right. None, because you never died yet. Yep. You know, that's just not possible. Until you do. But people want to cling. They want to cling on that there's something else after this. They want to b- 
believe that there is regardless, but they can't trust that free will of it. They have to, they have to trust a story that goes along with it. Right. You know, a story that has a dead end yeah. or this, I don't know what happens. You know, you go to heaven and that's it. But I mean, that's, that's the, there's no more coming back. There's no more doing anything else. You're just there and boom, that's it. See you later. Right. <laughs> you're, you're, that's your eternity. Seems like there should be it's, more to the story. Right. I mean, if we're going to keep recycling, where else are we going to go after this, you know? Right. Right. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. one of those contemplating things. Man, it's a lot of controversy around that stuff. Well, you know. I think there's a, aren't they bringing back Flatliners? Do you remember that movie, Flatliners? Oh, yeah. I dude, think they're either redoing it or something. That one. Yeah, that was a real interesting Showed you what, you know. Oh, man, I love that show. <laughs> it was a movie. I mean, movie. <laughs> Did they make it a show? No. No, all right. That'd be kind of weird movie. every week. We kill I this call, person. I call movies shows. That'd be kind of weird if they did it a weekly show. Mm. You know, think about that. But, this week's celebrity death is, you right? know, or near death. But, like, it would just be a story about people, you know, cleaning up their whatever. past. Yeah. Their, yeah, right. I mean. Making everybody, like, doing their apologies and stuff. <laughs> all right. You know? <laughs> See, I'm sorry I was an ass to you. Right. Make my rounds. But then every story would be like whatever it was. Like what really messed up thing did that person do? Right. Well, it's almost like Quantum Leap, isn't it? Right. Kind you could of. get into their body and you got to yeah. fix their problem. But what if, <laughs> you know, everyone was jumping into extraterrestrial bodies? Like people, like you were going to other planets because like way back before you guys were split up. Like <laughs> you guys were in the ethereal realm. See that? I just wrote a show. If anybody does that, <laughs> we have a proof. I'm playing this recording because Kevin keeps the ball. So. Right, exactly. Or, you know, you can call me. I'll help you work on it. I'm down. I like money. <laughs> <laughs> Thur- I have ideas. Well, I have ideas. We all have um, ideas. This show is an idea. Yeah. And now we're, you know. And this idea includes songs, too. Yeah. So I caught this song from Parquet Courts. These guys from Brooklyn, New York. I really dig them a lot. I I mean, they're just... Parquet? Like par- the butter? <laughs> I think like the actual courts of a basketball court. The parquet courts, like of uh, the Boston Garden used to have them, you know, and certain places had parquet courts. Dude, total musician, like <laughs> no sports. Well, th- these guys have one of my favorite songs ever. It's called High and... Uh, it's called, excuse me, it's called Stoned and Starving. I used to call it High and Hungry. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, but this, uh, I, I searched the, uh, their, I was like, yeah, I wonder if I searched their catalog and I thought to myself, I was like, maybe they have something about space or something like that. Yeah. So they have a song called Captive of the Sun. Nice. Uh, that's close enough. Yeah, dude. Even if it's not about like. We are a captive of the sun. The sun. If we didn't have the sun, man, then what? We'd be like. We wouldn't know. Little, we'd be. Yeah. We'd be all popsicles, man. Yeah. We, we'd learn how to live in the cold. We'd be different people. We'd be dead. <laughs> Probably not. We would be uh, adapted to it. Maybe. Over time, our species would figure it out. Possibly. It would go through a thinning process, I'm sure, pretty quick. <laughs> and then it would like rebuild, you know. But yeah, if it got no sun, then yeah, a lot of people would die. And then the people that would survive would be the freaks <laughs> that could live without sun. <laughs> it's Captive of the Sun, Parquet Courts. It's the extraterrestrial rock show. Aliens. With gas. Man. <laughs> that was a good tune. Parquet Courts and Captive of the Sun. Yeah, if you guys want to check them out, you should look at them online. P-A-R-Q-U-E-T. Courts. 
And uh, do that on your own time right now, though, because uh, yeah. the Extraterrestrial Rock Show is still on the air as uh, we are hanging out with you until the top of the hour. My name is Kevin Gassman. Hi, Gad. Yes, and every week we do this program to kind of, uh, I guess... I don't know, get it off our chest, you know, to get it off our minds a little bit and say like, man, what is going on out there, man? What's some weird happenings, man? Because <laughs> we have nothing better to do than talk about aliens for an hour right now. <laughs> well, I, I love it because like throughout the week, you know, I start seeing uh, stories online on Facebook or on you know, all these other websites and start seeing what's hot, what's happening, you know, right. the, you know, NASA is looking to hire people to protect us from the alien invasion. <laughs> so what, NASA, so really aliens do exist? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. And we, we, had, we were doing another radio show, all three of us, with Alejandro Rojas and said, yeah, I don't know if you were on the phone yet when he said this, but he goes, yeah, that they're the scientists. That's what, that's what they're hiring. They're hiring scientists. But I don't think they're also hiring people over the age of 40 either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So like for if you're going to hire people to protect the planet or in that whatever instance like that, I mean, you, it's obviously a either millennial or younger type of gig now, isn't it? I guess. I mean, would you put, you know, would you put Stephen Hawking in space? Yeah. I mean, is that possible to put him in space? In his shape, in his in the way he is, would he be able to handle a, a blast off into space? Hard to say. I mean, I'd like to have him out there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as a control. Right. You know, if anyone's going to say it's a trap, I want it to be him. Right. <laughs> right. He's like processing. Did anyone catch that one? Did you, did you catch <laughs> that that movie drop? It was, no, it was sly. I didn't. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yes, you're right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I was like starting to go like Indiana Jones. I think I couldn't, no. you know, figure it out. No. Stephen Hawking should be out in space telling us it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Star Wars, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. We already said. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we, you didn't catch the Empire Strikes so Back part. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back is a Star Wars movie? Yes, it's a Star Wars movie. What? Just making sure you know. Was it made like a long time ago? Like... In the 80s. So uh, apparently that's a real story, by the way. <laughs> what? The NASA thing. Yeah, I mean, it is legit, a real story. Right, yeah, right. So It's true. Does it really say the 40? Like, no one over 40? No, or, that was or, my thing, right. But uh, they are okay. looking for scientists in a sense. Right. So it's not like I can go back to school to learn a science and you know, <laughs> pick me. I want to go do it. I'm, I'm pretty much out of the loop on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I'm saying. I can't help. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't. I can do what I can here on this planet, and the best I can to help here. <laughs> My help is here, not out there. Well, did you hear <laughs> about the um, murdering art dealer that thought his victim was an extraterrestrial? Yeah, is this a joke? <laughs> You're like totally like, hey, did you hear about the da 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 da? Maybe it's well, real, <laughs> or maybe it's make believe. <laughs> Right, no, so, seriously, it's a real article. Right. So I know I did not hear about the story. It's from RT. Okay. And so this guy, they haven't named him. He's 32. Um, so he killed this guy because he thought he was an extraterrestrial, apparently, in um, the land of the Swiss, <laughs> a.k.a. Switzerland. <laughs> so apparently he was under drugs and alcohol at the time. Supposedly. And this is the time this guy told him or he knew about this? He knew the, this guy for a while. Um, I don't know. That's not really clear. That's the thing. So he's, they're like giving all these charges about this guy. And it's all, where is it? During the tussle, he stabbed his friend with a broken piece of glass before beating him to death with a candlestick holder. Yeah, he was. That sounds like Clue. He's, <laughs> he was hallucinating. He, he was on cocaine and ketamine. 
apparently, according to the story, the two they had met prior, they were both studying business administration at Regents College in London back in 2011, hanging around each other. This guy was on high on this cocktail and freaked out on his friend. Yeah. And see you later, friend. Unless and see you, you later, know, this guy. Unless it's just a story. Well, I'm right. I mean, it's just, could, what, could this be, what would, what would be the purpose of the story of saying that this guy killed someone for being an alien? Maybe the guy really was an alien. Maybe he just happened to see it. Well, we don't get to see the autopsy of the body. We don't get to know no. who this person is. He probably had reptile eyes, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. There's a man dead, but like. Why are we so messed up? If, if we are GMO'd <laughs> by aliens, why are we so messed up? Why are we so like. They definitely. Somebody, somebody got fired. Well, look. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your page on Facebook, Extraterrestrials Among Us. Yeah. Like you said, maybe this guy really is, was an alien. Maybe, yeah, he did, maybe he did something to prove that he was an alien and it freaked this guy's, out, freaked this guy's mind out. Yeah. He's high on this ketamine and cocaine. Yeah. And he lost it. Yeah. That's it. Look, here's a tip. If you are an alien <laughs> and you're with a friend who's high on cocaine and ketamine, Probably don't leave. tell them you're an alien. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't let them see. Keep your defenses up, man. Right. Hold up the, the fakeness, you know. Yeah. You don't need to be real with the guy. Unless maybe the drugs make, you know, people say it changes neuroconnectors. Like we know LSD does this, et cetera. Make him see the real world. Yeah. And he sees that he's a real alien. Maybe. And the guy doesn't know he's an alien. Kind of like they live. Dude, well, the guy live, puts yeah. the glasses on. The old lady's like, mm-hmm. you know, turns into the alien. And he takes the glasses off, and the lady's like, "What are you doing, young man? Why are you looking at me like that?" Because you're an alien. Because you're an alien. But she <laughs> knew she was an alien, actually. Right. So that doesn't really count for my argument. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work, guess. <laughs> um, yeah, what a weird story that is, huh? Weird, I mean, man. To be, again, you know, telling your telling people who you are. I mean, I'm sure if you're an alien. That's probably not in your M.O. Right. to tell people that you're an alien. Probably not. That should be I like saw Men one. in Black. Like, you know. The number one reason is, like, look, nobody, that's like Fight Club. Don't tell anybody at Fight Club. That's right. it. You don't tell them you're an alien. Right. <laughs> don't tell anyone you're an alien. I mean, come on, like, it's Superman, you know, but then you get the talk. They don't tell them you're an alien. Right. Don't tell them where you're from. Because <laughs> Superman's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly ain't from here. Right. And All if right. you're hanging out with someone that has mental illness, then probably don't hang out with them if you're an alien. If you're an alien. Because <laughs> they're going to see you eventually. It will most likely backfire on you is what right. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like this. I mean, because we're America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I saw this trailer on, on online. This is a very bizarre trailer. I'm going to post it on the Facebook page. It's for a movie called Invaders from Mars. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if you know Invaders from Mars. It was a movie from 1953. Right. And it's in color. Remember, movies went to color first before TV. It's it's a long trailer. (laughs) Invaders from Mars. He saw them land from outer space. He saw them capture innocent people only to destroy. (laughs) Father turned against son. People changed into strange, weird animals. A general of the army becomes a saboteur. 
trusted police turned into arsonists. <laughs> trusted police. The boy's parents changed into killers. <laughs> What's going on? I know it's long. But nobody's getting anywhere out there. Nobody can locate anything. Anybody. The Martians. We've got to start the... <laughs> Invaders from Mars, capturing humans at will for their own sinister purposes, turning them into <laughs> diabolical instruments of destruction. <laughs> All right, I gotta, I'm going to chill it down for a minute because it, it goes on for another minute. Um, <laughs> Dude, I love how like those old recordings when you listen to them in headphones are like so like panny. Right. Like, oh, I know, left. right? All on the oh, they put All the last the right. stuff right. Yeah, yes, yeah. they do. So this, the part. Remember where he said father turned against son. Right. right. Well, it's up to this part. Listen, here you it comes. Hear him running. Yeah, yeah. It's just a weird trailer. Father turned against son. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Do you know what that is? Oh, he you know smacked that? him. Yes, yeah. he smacked the kid. The dad did, or the kid the smacked dad, the dad. Ki- the dad smacked the kid with oh, his backhand. Man. The dad was sitting down, facing like I'm facing you, right. and the kid would walk behind me. And the dad took the right hand <laughs> and smacked it with the back of his hand right <laughs> in his face, and the kid fell down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how about a little child abuse in your movie promo? Right. How about that? <laughs> Kidding uh, me? Right, but then it wasn't child abuse. <laughs> right, it was, you're crazy. Yeah, you deserve a slap in the face. Right, gonna <laughs> knock some sense into you. There was nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Slapping sense in people. You just can't do it to people you don't know. Right. That's where it can, becomes a problem. Yeah, it has to be, you know. <laughs> Although I think a lot of people need to have that problem, you know, need that fixed. Yeah. Need that fi- slap in the face. So um, we have a few minutes left here. I want to wrap it up with uh, some of the TV things and movie things that I saw last week. And not really saw last week, but kind of came up as I look for memes on our Instagram page. And Invasion of the Body Snatchers came up. Right. You ever you see that movie? It's yes. been done like three times. Yeah. The original, like in the early 50s, yeah. and then the, the 79 version, mm-hmm. and then the later version, right. which was awful. Horrible. The 79 version was the best. Donald Sutherland. Yeah. I mean, it was scary. I mean, it was good. I mean, because it just kind of gives you that, you know, yeah, the, another what if. Kiefer's dad is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the screen, this is the scream at the end of the movie, and, well, it's a, big, it's a whole scene, but uh, it's kind of funny. It's like... Oops, wrong thing. <laughs> but um, so that kept popping up, and there's a picture in the movie, or there's a scene in the movie. <laughs> That's the scream. <laughs> it chills. It's so creepy. I don't know if you remember the movie, though. Like, there's a scene in the movie where a dog and a, a man's head. Did you ever see that? That was a scene oh, in the movie. Oh, I do remember that. Right. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Right. So I took that picture and used that as one of our memes. <laughs> I did and see that. And some guy's like, what movie is that? I've seen that. I don't know what movie it is. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> 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 I know. It was bad. I was like, it's, it's, but it's funny. And then, uh, it is funny. It is funny, right? I mean, it's a dog's head. You have one with the Lou Ferrigno in there too, right? Another meme this week? The maybe? weirdest photo that I ever saw. I don't know how I ever came across this thing, but it was, yeah, it was Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Right. It was Lyle Alzado, <laughs> lineman for the Oakland Raiders. Right. <laughs> and maybe LA Raiders. I'm not sure if we played for them or not. And Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And behind them, sitting down on a table, are two people tied and bound <laughs> with their hands behind them. 
<laughs> I have yet to figure out what show, what movie this is from. I don't, re- I don't remember. But it was very bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I met Lou Ferrigno once when I was a little kid. Did you, oh, you did, yeah, huh? In Tri City Mall in okay. Mesa, Arizona. Nice. Was he dressed as green? No. He's very nice. He's not very tall, though. No, yeah, I don't think he was very tall, yeah, right? No. Uh, another thing that crossed my my internet feed was the pictures from the TV series back in the early '80s called V. Oh, V. Yeah. So I came across a few of those. I came across a few. The Last Starfighter. Right. Remember that's that a movie? Good one. Yeah. Well, the thing about V, real quick, is that I grew up in Southern California, in Los Angeles. And on the on the 170 freeway, it's the Hollywood Freeway. Right. It connects pretty much the the valley to L.A. Right. So when you take it from the valley and you go into L.A., that's where Hollywood Bowl is, and then that's where basically the east side of the Hollywood Strip is. Right. Sunset Strip. That's where it would begin on that side. So on that path, on the other side of the hill, right in the middle, in between, is Universal Studios, and so across the freeway is the the V. <laughs> UFO, I guess you would call it a UFO, the V spaceship. Right. Not the big one, but the small, the little transporter ships. Right. The white ones. <laughs> so that was always there. And also Battlestar Galactica awesome. was there as well. That's where they would put it. Dude. So you get to drive over the freeway and see that all the time. It was great. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. My only V story is when the baby was being born. My parents used that because they knew I wanted to watch the show to for me to get my cream corn eaten. <laughs> I hate cream corn. I hate it. Yes. I know some of you think it's good. But yeah. so, where I was facing our table, like there was a window right there. So the reflection of the TV was in and I could still hear it. So I actually watched the weird alien birth in a window while not eating my cream corn. Because they actually made me Remember the, the alien table. birth, right. Because yeah. <laughs> that alien birth, man, that was everyone was talking about that the next I day. Know. Like, it well, was like uh, a big thing. For people who don't know, uh, V uh, really uh, in- captured the audience of America. Yeah. I mean, it really, it, it was a big thing back in the 80s. I mean, it was a big television Huge. event. Huge. I don't even think I remember seeing the finale. I think a lot, I didn't see the finale, to be honest with you. Dude, all I know is they tried to redo it. Not good. Maybe it was good. I don't know. I couldn't get into it, but that was because I was so like into the original V. Right on. I was like, don't break it. Well, Heidi. <sighs> well, Kevin. We made it through. We did it. We're ready to blast off. We are. For another week and then we'll be back. So yeah. catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Google Play. Tune in. Stitcher. Player FM. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Castbox. Twitter. Yes. Just aliens with gas with two S's. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show airing live on voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel, every Saturday starting at 4 p.m. Pacific time.